Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Dexter New Blood, Season 1, Episode 5. Run away. Run, 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 run away. That was, I, I have deeply apologized, folks. The episode title is Run Away. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, watching Dexter New Blood for the first time because it is airing for the first time. Big fan of the original Dexter series, at least the first four seasons. I'm covering Dexter New Blood with a former student of mine and the second most important, Kurt, in the Dexter New Blood universe. Hello, Kurt. How are you? I'm just glad to be part of the universe. That's all I got to say. I'm glad to <laughs> make feel? a cameo. Yeah, so I, yeah. It, it certainly could be taken two ways. It's really exciting to be an important part of the Dexter New Blood universe. However, you are second. So... Hmm. First is the worst, second is the best. I mean, whatever you want to call third. Uh, one could argue that Kurt Caldwell is the worst in this episode. He uh, yeah, he does some interesting things. Yeah, certainly. Uh, interesting. Aha, you found it interesting. Hmm. How does that play into me guessing your rating? Hmm. Uh, let's think about this. Let's try to guess Kurt's rating, folks. Hmm. You can guess along with me at home if you want. <laughs> Like, like door the explorer or like some kids yeah. tvs are like here's the thing is it there no 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 it isn't no i used to do that a lot when i was younger no i look over to the tv no no that's not it that one that one okay well let, let me let, I, I totally agree by the way i think that's exactly what i was going for so i appreciate that <laughs> no fine so i yelling, think Mr. Sam? i i might i'm sorry <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited to be covering dexter new blood with you so I'll tone it down here. Is this better? No. Listen to the soothing sounds of Mr. Sal's voice. Put you right to sleep. <laughs> That's yeah. what you want in a podcast, right? To fall so, asleep, maybe. Yeah. It depends on the purpose of the podcast. I hope not for this one, but you know. I, I hope not as well. So I think that you were very excited to see Dexter kill again, although maybe a little bit disappointed that he didn't get to do it his way and dispose of the body his way, although it was pretty clever the way he did it. So I, I think that you like the pivot. So that that did it for you. I think that, you know, the stalking of the of the criminal that did it for you, the kill, all that stuff. I, you, I think you liked the Dexter stuff. I think you were super jazzed to see Batista and Ooh. see <laughs> Angel Batista. I, I as, know who that is. Okay, and to see uh, Angela print out Dexter's obituary at the end, I think that all really pumped you up quite a lot. Did you hear I the song at the end that played? The ketamine song. The ketamine for, song uh, for the credits. It the song is called Ketamine. I only is see it really? subtitles, but no, that's not that's not the interesting part. You know who's singing it? Who's covering it? Michael C. Hall singing it. That's Michael C. Hall. Yeah, the one singing it. That's yeah, funny. You know he he is a, a pretty renowned Broadway performer yeah i know actually i did i did not know that I've, I've heard him sing before like i watched him sing and it's very weird to watch him sing <laughs> i just think of him as a serial killer I'm like oh basically his his i know like there's um six feet under that he's yes. he showed me and his character is completely different in that but now like oh, yeah. michael see like i look at him i think dexter like i'm just like that in I my head i'm like that guy's a serial killer like he's just he's just <laughs> depending you just... it's so it's so hard for me because i I watched all of six hundred. It was my favorite show for the longest time until the leftovers. And I, Michael C. Hall was David Fisher to me when I started Dexter. So it was a big adjustment for me to view him as a serial killer. So he was a serial as, killer all along. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
So anyway, uh, I think that uh, you liked the, uh, you were interested at least intrigued by the Kurt and Chloe stuff and the Kurt and Harrison stuff. The question is, I'm not sure how you felt about the whole Harrison story before he starts intersecting with Kurt, but I think you liked it enough that you didn't knock this down at all and you gave it a 10. I'll guess for you, Mr. Sal, I don't know what you could have disliked about the episodes at 10. There we go. Oh, wow. Okay. I think, I think Logan's really cool. I think I think you like Logan. Uh, you love that he he's busts a, basically a drug operation in like 24 hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> the, the Molly Angela stuff, going to that conference, that guy giving her some good advice. That guy. Advice. <laughs> uh, that was great. Um, yeah, I think you like the Harrison stuff. Uh, Dexter killing maybe made you a little sad, but you know, uh, vengeance is different than the code. So maybe you, maybe, you know, you're you're a father. Maybe maybe you can relate to vengeance and self capacity. <laughs> so, uh, you can relate to killing a drug dealer. Yeah, sure. No, it's vengeance, <laughs> not the killing. Right, it's the vengeance. Right, someone's wronged your child, so you avenge them. Not 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 killing necessarily, Mr. Sal, <laughs> okay. but you're the one that jumped to that conclusion. So I'll I'll leave that be. So yeah, you gave it a ten as well. Okay. All right. So what did you actually give it? I mean, yeah, 10, right? Obviously, give it a 10. Oh, okay. Like, All right. right? Did you not give it a 10? No, I don't think uh, you did. I gave it a nine, and this You're might kidding. be my least favorite episode. So You're far. kidding me. This is your least no. favorite. I don't know. It's either this or smoke signals. Smoke signals oh, have those ridiculous. plot holes, but no, this, this one, I'm not I'm not as keen on this one as I have been on the other ones. What so what do you dislike? I can't think of anything I dislike. So I'm like, I just give this 10. It's all great. And I enjoy it. Okay. And Dexter kills. It's great. Yeah. Well, the Dexter kill stuff. Uh, is part of the reason why I'm not as high on this episode <laughs> as as uh, the other episodes. Uh, and not because Dexter kills and I want to see Dexter turn over a new leaf, which is, is true, but because it was it was just another Dexter stalking a bad guy and then he kills him. It's I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't anything special about it. He was evading Logan just like he has evaded Dokes in the past. Uh, you know, I it, it wasn't, and and Quinn for that matter, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So I like it wasn't there wasn't anything new there, and that was half the episode. So it, it, half the episode was stuff I've already seen before. The Harrison stuff I did not care for at all until he started intersecting with Kurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the uh, you know Audrey was the most interesting part of that story. Uh, and maybe Logan to a certain extent as well, but uh, Harrison, I, I was um, I was lukewarm on that. The party stuff, I just not. I, I just don't know how Harrison interacts with these toolboxes I, at this that, point. Like I, I, I can't. I don't get it. I will say they do do like the most stereotypical like high school stuff. Well, what yeah. I thought was hysterical was the phone in the the bucket. Like you know, we all put our phones here. Because uh, what happens here stays here. I'm like, that, there's no yeah. way. There's no way you're enforcing that. That is ridiculous. This is yeah. this is ridiculous. But. I, you know, I'm also I, like, drug culture mm-hmm. is a big turnoff to me. I I, I just don't. So the I, drug stuff would have annoyed me a bit more. But what I made it what made me feel really intrigued by it was um, Harrison said he had a history with drug. He had a drug problem. So I was like, oh, I wonder, that's true. I that's wonder true. if this I forgot little, about that. I don't think it'll come into play really at all. But yeah. it made me really intrigued when he. <laughs> first took like the ecstasy so i was like oh yeah i wonder you know so i was i mean if that was ecstasy you know that's i mean that's the other thing is is i i do have a kind of a working theory here that it was the pill that the girl gave him in the beginning that was the problem not the pill that scott gave him later 
not the uh, well it turned well he had fentanyl in his system and no yeah. it has well so or or the interaction somehow but the thing is though so we know scott's supply comes from hoge at the end no that's uh, true yeah and while they're while it's never tested whether it's fentanyl or not hoge does die from getting what i think's a small amount but if that's fentanyl it can kill you so i i so i feel like it has to be though just because this yeah you're probably I, I guess you're right i'm probably thinking too deeply about that there, there wasn't much deep about this story so, <laughs> I, so. See, I i i didn't mind it i, I was all about it so, yeah, there's nothing in this episode i i hate like harrison at the party i'm cool with i guess i guess i will say like when he's running away or walking away more like they show some scenes of him just walking it's like mm. whatever i mean they're only like 10 seconds long so i can live with it if, if they were longer if i'm just walking and like thinking maybe i'd be more annoyed but yeah you know, i don't know i have no qualms with that the kurt stuff's really interesting obviously like i've well, seen his the- the Kurt stuff is what buoyed the episode for me. If, okay. if the Kurt stuff wasn't in this episode, this would be like an eight. Oh yeah, the Dexter so, <laughs> stuff. So you, you're yeah. not you're not liking the Dexter formula. I mean, I'm not. That's, yeah, that's why I like the original Dexter. Like I like that formula somewhat, right? Obviously, you could run yeah, it into it the beca- ground. It be- it becomes a formula. That's I, agree. Thing. Oh, like, well, I agree. I yeah. agree. I agree. It gets annoying, right? Or it can get tiresome. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's kind of nostalgia, right? Like I I, I enjoy seeing. It. Now, if they did this every episode, like he was just running, like he's avoiding Logan, trying to kill more and more people, I would get like kind of bored of it, right? I agree with mm-hmm. you, but it's just this episode, and I you know, I like him hunting down people for a kill and seeing how he's yeah. more sloppy in some ways. I wonder if we made a mistake for the last one. I don't know, but yeah, with the. Mike Miles or Mike, the guy outside the dive bar, who he just, which he just, he just oh, yeah. him with the. Uh, oh well, that yeah, I mean, like right in the open, like, like the cops are right there, like Dexter, you're sloppy man. He's, this man yeah, blood in I the mean, eyes. I mean, not only that, but I mean, how much did he take from the vet? The vet's gonna know. I know. And, yeah, and, like, he, and like he, he knows. He's he says it to her. Somebody's gonna talk to the vet, and the vet's gonna say, "Oh yeah, he borrowed some ketamine for his goat." You know that that's. I, I, I'm not. I'm not figuring this. Out. I, it's not that I'm not figuring it out. I figured it out, but I'm not thrilled with the way that all went down. Especially, and this is the this is a big thing for me. Like it is not it does not take a great parent to know that the day after your son is released from the hospital after almost dying you should probably not leave him alone no nah, but he said he's fine no the, the, no i like, it's unforgivable honestly it's like <laughs> you know he's going to scream in this guy's face i'm a great father <laughs> while he left his son who just had an, a near death experience home alone and, that, and, that, and it's, that, that's even better to me like just this this his his twisted reality of like needing because this, this is not even the code at all this is just him looking for vengeance yeah, right it is. Clearly, sloppy, he says that right yeah, yeah yeah he says it at the end like you know it is vengeance and i i mean this is a different next we haven't seen he's much sloppier right he's mm-hmm. like i i mean i i'm digging it it's just the, this different vibes obviously you, know, you look you look at it yeah it doesn't make sense but from dexter's point of view i see what what he he like how he's processing in his head right thinking of it it's like wow they just wronged my son right i gotta i gotta show him what's what i guess to a degree i guess i don't know exactly what's in his head unsurprisingly but yeah well i I also i mean i I also don't know why he has to be such a jerk in the opening scene with the razor blade like i i don't like what's the point of that If, if you're trying to accomplish a conversation with your son 
Like there are really easy ways to do that. You just say, you know, yeah, I'm, but he not, I'm not mad at you. Like I, I understand. I, I want, I want to help you. I want to talk to you about it. He doesn't know how to put it though. I mean, he does try to, I think, say that to a degree at some point. He's like, I can help you through, you know, whatever you're going through. You just have to let me know. Uh, he just comes across as accusatory and confrontational. I, I, I was not thrilled with that either. Well, uh, well, that's part of this, Mr. Sal. He's not a good dad, right? <laughs> he's literally well, no, like, I, I, I understand. Like, yes, you're, he's not a good dad. You're, I, I get that. That's fine. Yeah, but but these but these aren't these aren't asking really anything of you like, especially staying home with him on that day like that that's not asking anything of you that i mean where did he even tell him he was going he wasn't going to work did he tell him he was going to work i don't know i can't remember what he told them uh anyway so uh, you know that's that stuff just doesn't do it for me uh, like, i need i need more out of dexter than just him stalking bad guys and killing them but uh then the angel stuff i have very mixed emotions about that like i really mixed feelings about it i was i mean it's really the conference was really weird in terms of like he's speaking like you know connecting unrelated cases he's like usually you can connect them because one person is doing all of it. And like, yes, Occam's Razor. That's a genius. We never thought of that. And I'm like, wait, right. what? Like, wait, this is the whole conference is about? He's just talking uh, about like, it could, be, it could be just a single person causing all of it. Right. <laughs> so, you got to look so. for a common thread. It's like, no, I mean, I feel like that's, well, at least every police show that I've watched. So I don't know if it's real police work, but <laughs> he's, he's dropping straight bobs. Like, oh yeah, man, put notes on that. Put notes on that one. That's mm, interesting. Yeah. No, I, I the, the conference itself I thought was weird, but I mean, well, I did it, like is, it is weird. I mean, the conference itself is only a mechanism to get Angela in touch with Angel, which is. by the way is only off by one letter. Now that I'm thinking of it, yeah, so, Angela, uh, Angel, yeah. So, but it, that, that's all it is, you know, and. Angel's only here as a plot device, really, to drop Harrison's name. A plot uh, that, device and, and a cameo, though, just, you know, so it's yeah, homage. I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice nostalgia cameo. Honestly, I would have liked it more if he hadn't dropped the name at the end and she had just gone and done her own, you know, digging into Deb Morgan and the Trinity Killer and found it that way. Like, I actually, I don't, I don't like that it was kind of spoon-fed to Angela and therefore spoon-fed to us. I but, agree. Uh, we, well, already, we already know. Yeah, we already yeah, know. Yeah. It's so, not yeah, but I don't like that it was kind of spoon-fed to Angela. I really had hoped that I, you know, this is my prediction, was that Molly was going to somehow connect him to the Trinity Killer, but or to Rita. And I think that would have happened kind of organically over time if it, if it had not been for this interjection well, by Angel. The, but. the next up shows that Dexter's trying to wonder who who figured him out, and he thinks maybe it was Molly. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Well, he but he gets he gets pulled over by Angela. Who yeah, asks, yeah, what? he does. He does, but he's trying to figure out who out like how did Angela find out? Oh, gotcha. It looks like at least obviously that's just the next up. But yeah, mm-hmm. Angela confronts him. He's like, I wonder who outed me. Yeah, yeah it couldn't have possibly been his son who was so high he almost died. I got. I, I have stuff to say this though too. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. I'll say this. I did not expect this halfway through the series, this fifth episode. Angela knows his real name. Right. I also did not expect that. We're not expecting it to be like this so soon, so quick. So yeah, I was, well, all, and that's, and once, that's thing. I was kind of hoping it would play out a little slower. But. No, I'm not. I, I'm not against it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I when she heard Harrison's name, I was like, okay. I don't actually look it up, but if her, if her and 
Audrey talk about it. I wonder if they'll connect the dots. And then immediately Audrey tells him, like, oh, no. <laughs> not good for Dexter. Oh, right, man. right. So, well, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued with this. So, oh, how did you feel about the Matt Caldwell stuff? I mean, uh, like I like that. I think I, I like that stuff. The, 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 so, so that stuff was good. Uh, I, I enjoyed everything with the Caldwells. Yeah. So, Angela, you know, getting the footage and seeing that it's not actually Matt who's checked in there. And then uh, all the stuff with Kurt. I mean, really, the the everything with Chloe and the stuff with Harrison. That that stuff worked really well for me. Yeah. But uh, even in the bar, uh, where where he puts on the his ritual uh, here, runaway. Yeah. Yeah. So even that. So and I like that Dexter got to see the ritual because I'm sure that is going to strike so strike a chord with him. But yeah, it's it's interesting seeing what. I guess Kurt gets out of killing these people. It seems like he really he's mm-hmm. almost OCD like, right? He's like, he oh, very in a certain way, right? He's happy when they're in a certain way, he gets his kick or whatever. But when they're off, he's like, yeah, he gets upset. And it's, you know, just very upset. Yeah. 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 This, that is, that is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And, and also, you know, is he targeting Harrison now? It seems like he is. But... So that, that's, well, that's the thing that I was wondering. I don't know if his MO is all these people going missing. It would seem like it, right? All these girls that keep going missing. And we've only mm-hmm. ever seen him go for girl, like women. But right. he does say the line of like, you know, when you're when you're really upset at someone, right? Do something nice for them, right? Especially yep. if you're upset with them. And I'm like, huh. Like, is, it, is he he's doing something really nice for Harrison? And he was pretty upset when we last saw him. Like, I don't know why he'd be upset at Harrison per se, but like, is Harrison his next target? He's also giving him a job like chloe like i don't know is is he going to be introduced to the uh to the basement room at some point i don't know right i mean yeah i do like the setup though of just like now when we see this room like i don't know this is this is this is his kill room right exactly exactly i still doesn't explain the embalming so i'm interested to see you're right actually i didn't think where that goes and this is our second consecutive episode with no ed so that's i miss ed ed was a good guy I, I don't know if he's a good that. guy, but he's a good character. He's a good guy. He's <laughs> a lot of money. He's a good guy. That's right. He does make a lot of donations. So we we appreciate Not... him at the Iron Lake here in upstate New York. We appreciate. It. I'll say this too. It looks like the snow is melting, or maybe it's just warmer. It looks like there isn't much snow. Maybe they shoveled it all off them. I, I have to imagine. Uh, I mean, they you don't set something December seventh to start with, mm-hmm. and not at least show that christmas has happened that, that's i was wondering are we gonna have a christmas episode <laughs> i think i think we will uh, i mean i think stuff will happen on christmas it won't be like uh oh it's it's you know it's after thanksgiving we should watch uh that dexter christmas episode that was really no, nice no. it won't it won't be that but. no no i just wanted to yeah they'll, they'll acknowledge that today's christmas like the, the, the I, I, think they, I think they'll have to i think i think okay. that i think that's why you set something here because they could have set this at you know january 7th and it would have been the same effect. I mean, yeah, I guess. Fair enough. I But um, I was like, wow, they haven't talked about, like, upstate New York and the snow at all this episode. I'm impressed. And then Angel, her, what's his name? Sorry. The, the speaker? Angel. 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 Uh, oh, Batista. my God. Thank you. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, it's a little colder up here than where I'm from at Miami. I was like, gosh, sorry. <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah, and we we continue to be disappointed because Desiree has not become a character. Yeah, I don't know if that um, I don't know, I don't know if she just is like a 
but no idea. Not even gonna speculate. We haven't we haven't seen Gig either, the butcher. I suppose. I, I mean, I don't. I never had really any predictions about how he would be important to the story, but he's a butcher. Yeah, he, he, he is. He is a butcher. He is a butcher. Yeah. Anyway, so oh, I, I just, one other thing I, here. Oh, I just yeah, want to say ahead. one more thing before I forget. Mm-hmm. Logan. Mm-hmm. I love Logan. I think I like his character. I mean, he's he's filling the Dokes Quinn role, right? Yes. I mean, yes. And I liked Dokes and I liked Quinn when they were hunting down mm-hmm. Dexter because I like the formula esque. So that is all. <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is that it it does seem like they've kind of shoehorned these characters into old characters now. <laughs> which I mean, I, I'm not. Well, they had eight seasons of Dexter, right? Surely, I mean. We're gonna draw lines. We're gonna draw connections. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, connections are good. I I, I agree. So, but and by the way, I, I'm I'm ripping on this episode pretty hard, and I and I don't mean to. I did like the episode. I gave it a nine. Like, there's nothing wrong with Dexter's story or Harrison's story. They just don't work for me on any sort of elevational level. They just kind of stagnate the series. And I see. Yeah, that that that's a you problem right there. This is my uh, it might be episode. This is my second favorite. Is it really? Yes. Give it a ten. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't. I, I, I did. I did predict that, so I guess I'm happy that I got your score right. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's a simple a good man, thing. Mr. Snell. Dexter, go kill. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> and you were fully satisfied with the fact that he didn't get to do it his way. I no, I thought it was interesting. It was fine. Okay. I, I'm like a. I'm like a. It's like the Coliseum, like gladiators, right? Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving watching this. I'm just here for okay. the carnage. That's all. Okay. Okay. Yes. Are you not entertained? Yes, <laughs> you are. The fun fact, by the way, I, I wanted to make sure. I oh this is a fun God. fact I read about. The conference, the speaker at the conference, is actually a former character from the original series, Angel <laughs> <Okay>. Batista. <laughs> he was there for every season of Dexter. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I read about that. That's cool. That's cool that they gave him a cameo spot. I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think we'll see him again? So there's 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 a thing. I, at first I thought no, but he says a line where he's like, "I don't want to be on the wrong side of his axe." Like so, so he's kind of hitting on Angela, and Angela's like, "Oh no, my, I'm I'm already seeing someone, and they can hold their own, right? They chop their own wood, so on oh, and so yeah. forth." And eventually, eventually. He says the line of like, oh, I don't want to be on the wrong side of this axe. Right. And I'm like, huh. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. is this like super foreshadowing that Dexter will kill Angel? I don't think so. I really don't. But like, I think there's like, but I'll give it an outside chance, an outsider's chance that like, yeah. Somehow maybe, maybe Angel contacts Angel, like, hey, listen, that Deborah girl, her brother, and Harrison, I think, I think they're here, come here. And then he visits and, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but I don't think that'll happen. Okay, but yeah, I, I think if it does happen, I I predicted it. So I'm okay, outside his chance. Gotcha. Yeah, I think we're done with Angel here, yeah. which is fine. But yeah, it is fine. And, and you know, honestly, I think that I think a big thing that's really sticking with me is that, that I felt like that scene was just a little too cute. It's <laughs> cute. Dudes. I, I, he I, likes I things nice and ugly. <laughs> I mean, it just felt it felt like. Eh? Yeah, Angel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's bold and brash. Oh, oh, like anybody else, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe has the same hairstyle. Oh, 
Oh, and then and, oh yeah, Deb died. And let me tell you about every single person she was related to. Yeah, I know. Really. <laughs> Here, here's what I'll say, Mr. Sale. These are detectives talking, and detectives, right? Their brain, they're they're trying to always make connections between things, all the information. Yeah. So, so you know, he he says one thing, he starts going down his line. It's like, yeah, Deborah, yeah, only oh, yeah, a brother, brother, only oh, a yeah, son, son, yeah, there, son, name, there, guy. <laughs> Gotta go by. I'm a detective yeah. or whatever yeah. he is now, a lieutenant. I don't, I don't know. I think he was the like cap, cap, yeah, not captain. captain but, it's something he did get. Um, like he was position. whatever Laguerta was. Yeah, was I think that lieutenant or cap, something, something. Yeah, something to that effect. Yeah, not only just a detective. I mean, I don't know what he is now. Maybe he's captain now. I don't know. I don't well, know. they did. They said his title. I just didn't. Re- I just don't remember. I think it's whatever Laguerta was. Okay, so he's which is that. which was the I think lieutenant. But I think so. I think, I think so. he was a lieutenant. I actually think he was a lieutenant at the end of the original he was, series. He was, he was, he was Laguerta's so, job at the end of the original series. Oh, he was Laguerta's job? Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, there you go. Oh, maybe he got I promoted to captain then. I don't remember. I don't maybe he got demoted. Maybe he's back to being a detective. Yeah. No, you don't You don't bring the guest speaker who got demoted. <laughs> <laughs> so that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not listening to that guy. He's like, I'm listening to that. No way. <laughs> My own yeah. drum. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's funny too because he he goes on and on about uh, the the the, uh, the Trinity Killer, the Bay Harbor Butcher, no. Bay Harbor Butcher the, Bay, the, the Bay Harbor first. Butcher is the one he talked was talking yeah. about for sure. And I guess he was more involved in the Bay Harbor Butcher one, wasn't he? Yes, and I mean that's that's a good example of what's at hand. It's just the explanation of it. it's just so funny to me. It's the idea of like, yeah, you know, sometimes all these things can happen from one person. You just got to find the cause. And it's like, I mean, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. And he kept on actually finding that cause. Well, in yeah. this case, the cause was everyone had gone away with a crime. So we found yeah. a connection. I'm like, okay, that's great. Yeah. How do I find my connection? Like, that's, yeah. that's the issue I'm ahead here. Right. I, I got disappearances. I just don't get the connection. I guess Angela talks to him about it. He's like, yeah, interesting, interesting. Go with your gut. Yeah, that's his advice. Your gut, your gut will do. With your gut, you should have pretty good intuition. Uh, That's what I mean. Like this angel stuff just seemed a little too cute for me. But (laughs) no, I I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The the other thing, his character though. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I know it is his character. He he was always probably a little too cute for the (laughs) show, but. Yeah, I'm, but I like Angel. Like, it's not it's not a knock on him. I, I, but this in this scene, I'm knocking the writing, not and not Angel. Damn. But anyway, the the one other inconsistency. I think it's an inconsistency. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it was, I think it's Deb, you know, kind of prodding Dexter, and and she says something about a hundred white garbage bags at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Uh-huh. Do, do do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the car. Or maybe it was the right. I remember. I remember her badging about it. What about it? Right, but they're not anymore, are they? they? They found all those people. No, they didn't. So that's season two. You're thinking of. So he used to hide them somewhere in um the bay of the area. Oh, in the right? Gulf of Mexico. Well, no, maybe I don't know. If it's, I don't know where, but he hid him somewhere. Okay. I don't know if it's Gulf of Mexico, yeah, yeah. but he hid him somewhere, mm-hmm. right? I actually, I think it was on the Atlantic. So I'm not. Sure. Well, maybe anyway, he hid them. Uh, they found them, right? So the, mm-hmm. that that's only season two. So from there forth, he started putting all the bodies, if you remember, in the Gulf Stream. His oh, solution that's right. was, and so they go up north. So actually, actually, I wonder. I don't know where the Gulf Stream ends, but like, what if it ends right by him? So he's he's by his body again. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, that, that's what she means. Just like, yeah, okay. th- those are those are back up. But all every those kill are, henceforth. Those are, those are not Bay Stream. Harbor, not Bay Harbor Butcher. Uh, bags these are the the new dexter bags that's well 
not even new, but like post, so seasons three through. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yes. so post, yeah, post the Arbor Butcher. Yeah, yeah. That's what she's referring gotcha. to. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. Well, anything else you want to say? Any pr- other predictions you want to make or anything else you want to comment on? So, Dixie got a kill. General? Uh, I don't know if Harrison and him are going to be buddy buddy. Um, oh, yeah. You were, you, you were I'm, pretty. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll keep on, on it. I'll, I'll keep on it, though. I'll, I mean, I, I'm. I can't like back down now. Yeah. Uh, name wise, Dexter's gonna sweep it under the rug. He's just gonna sweep it under the rug somehow. How? Like oh, I wanted the... a fresh start. Yeah, I, was, like... everything was so horrible. I wanted a fresh start. Yeah, like... I had a drug problem. I am. Um... Oh God, the drug problem again. Oh God. <laughs> Some something right. And that that yeah. I don't know. That's all I can think. You know, actually, Dexter Morgan was also an alias. My actual name is Kyle Butler. <laughs> I've always wondered if that trendy stuff would ever come back for him, but I guess that will we'll see. Uh, I don't know though. I, I don't know. I, I can't like think of any real predictions here. I'm still shocked we've seen yet to see like a wrestling practice or anything. I really thought we would have seen that. Uh, but well, now, now they've gone past it though. It seems like yeah, whatever. Now the wrestling stuff. I thought is that not in the next time? Is it? I, no, thought, is it? There was, oh. I thought there was a wrestling scene in the next time. Oh man, but... I hope. <laughs> You know what else is in the next time that I'm pretty excited about? Shoot. Angela with a mining helmet in the mine. Oh, you're right. So I wonder, yeah. I wonder Dexter thought that was a good body hole. I wonder if uh, someone else thought it was. Uh, or I wonder if she'll look that... down, turn on her light, and then we'll see, like, oh, thank God Miss Dexter didn't use that as his <laughs> like body hole. Yeah. Fun fact: This is this is actually like a you know what a honeypot is like a trap a honeypot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is actually a honeypot. They they dug this hole, law enforcement, on purpose so people think it's a good place to hide bodies. Huh. In reality, they check it every like few months. They go, okay, let's see huh. any bodies in the hole. Yep, there's a new body in there. Let's let's, let's see if we can find out who put it there. They have huh. cameras actually set up in the cave. So Dexter oh, yeah. was at the cave. Let me go see. But this is this is one of the things that I talked about in episode two, uh, right? We we talked about how uh, I thought that that Kurt called off the search for Matt because he didn't want them to find the bodies because they were going to go searching in his burial grounds. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, because it's a quarry yeah, which, campground, maybe some other it, stuff. It was quarry camp, campground mine or no mine. Yeah, mine. No, I didn't yeah. need to say mine. Yeah, you're right. So or caves, right? Somewhere. So yes. yes, they said things. Yeah. They said places. Yeah. So changes his tune. So yeah, actually, I'm really intrigued to see how Angela's going to deal with Kurt, Angela, and Molly. How do you feel about Molly's character? Uh, you know, this is one of the other things that disappoints me about this episode. I thought that Molly could be the link to between Angela and Dexter or mm-hmm. to, to help her find out. And yeah, now that she's not, I feel like she's just comedy relief. Like I, I feel like I, she yeah. is actually just filling the Masuka role, which is sad for me. I thought yeah. there would be a Fair little enough. more I, to her. I guess I'm happier with her from last episode. Now that she, mm-hmm. she she seems she's doing a purpose with Angela, but yeah, I I I see what you're saying. I mean, I she didn't actually know. do anything in this episode. No, she was just she was just with just Angela talked about getting Angela. a massage. Like Angela <laughs> did everything, and then I guess they both looked at the cameras together. But yeah, she didn't really do much. So we'll see. I mean, let's we'll see. Go back to Iron Lake, and she starts making some moves. I, I don't really quite know, but yeah, so. uh, I hope they maybe, can maybe find she'll try sweating way. Kurt. Maybe she'll try sweating Kurt. We'll see. Yeah. Not me, the Caldwell. I don't sweat. No, right. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Never. Ever. Okay. Well, Mr. Sun. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's start. What did you think of the title here? Runaway? Whatever. 
I mean, they have the song <laughs> and, and Harrison runs away. It's fine. It's not yeah, bad. actually, yeah. actually kind of like this title. It's not bad. The, the thing that actually really annoyed me about this title is like, so that they've been putting uh, the titles in the episode, kind of. This one mm-hmm. to me was the weakest, though, because it just kind of said like run away by the door. I was like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't know why. I just didn't like that. So, yeah, now now yeah. I don't like the title. I mean, I they're all realized. a little bit forced. I thought the first one yeah. was the best one when it was in the snow on the road. That's true. Yeah, that, that was the, I, I like the second one just because it was fog on the uh, window. And they clean it up. Oh, that, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. But anyway. but this, uh, I like this title actually because I mean, it, it's like, it's Kurt's thing. Yeah. It's Kurt's thing. You know, it, oh, it you're of, right. You know what? So, it makes the title better. I just thought of like, uh, yeah. yeah, like he he he's looking for runaways and he's making them run away as he shoots them, right? And it's his, and it's the name of the song that he plays. Uh, so it's so this is a big Kurt thematic title. Uh, but then you know you have Chloe who is the runaway, and now you have Harrison who's the new runaway. So I actually kind of like this title. Yeah, no, you you swayed me over. I didn't think about it, like the Kurt angle of like he goes for runaways and likes to make them run away. Yeah. So well. and then play and play the song. And likes the song run away. <laughs> yeah. The runaways, <laughs> yeah. This passion. <laughs> there you go. So we open uh with this really pretty terrific scene, I think, between uh Deb and Dexter. And the what I really took out of this scene was what uh dexter says to her toward the end he says it's so lonely so uh, this is just furthering this idea that he really at the core of it wants harrison to be a monster so that he doesn't have to be alone how sweet is it sweet i i don't how know sweet. like sweet. I, I mean Adorable. it's kind of sweet it's kind of sweet because it will allow him to have a relationship with his son but it also is you know he's willing for his son to have this life that he has which he's admitted already it's very lonely and he will likely predecease his son if you know unless they <laughs> unless you know that the, he gets caught up in his own crimes but it, 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 I, don't, I don't know that it is as sweet as it might seem on the surface yes it's lonely but you're condemning your son to this lonely life yes he'll yeah, have but he's other. got me yeah he's got me and then he'll have his son and then they, they can form a bond and a legacy, a legacy of monsters. Yeah, we're the monster family, a dynasty. They, they can make this into some sort of like sitcom, like if you had like a much more peppier like intro, like to the monsters. <laughs> that's, that's the title. There you go. We have a laugh. The dark pass, the dark passengers. <laughs> well, all right. So, anything else you want to add about this scene? No, not, not that I can think of. Okay, all right, at Kurt's. A place, whatever this is, Kurt's kill room. I like that actually. That's that's probably what I'm going to call it. At Kurt's kill room, uh, he sh- he shuts in a very happy Chloe. I mean, she's over the moon about this place. I could die happy right now. Oh, that's ironic. I don't know what kind of irony. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the irony. We never know quite the type, <laughs> but we know it's irony. We yeah. know irony when we see it. Yeah. So, but. Uh, yeah, so she's she's extremely happy to be here, uh, and and just you know why are you doing this? Why are you being so nice about it? He says all I ask is that you pay it forward, which he is going to say again to Harrison later. So pay it forward seems to be a thing with Kurt, uh, although he doesn't ever give anybody the opportunity to pay it forward. So I'm not really sure 
I think, that says, I think he just says that. He's just like, I pay for it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, you know, I, I was paying very close attention to the door because we know the door does not have a knob on the inside. Yeah. I was really hoping we'd get to see the door not have a knob on the inside. But he's very careful to cover the door and he's standing in front of it so that he can't, she can't see the door. Uh, of course, it's it's got the wrong side facing her anyway, and he doesn't close it until she goes into the bathroom, into the shower. So I, I would love it if he put out like a fake like paper mache doorknob on it, uh, so that it's unless she wants to use it, just like breaks apart. Like, huh? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, at the police station, it turns out Matt's credit cards check out. He was staying in New York City, or at least his credit cards were, and. Molly and Angela decide they're going to go and confront him in New York City and attend this missing persons conference that happens to be there at the same time and happens to contain Angel Batista. So, you know, yeah, life's all about coincidences. How, 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 how convenient. Anyway, so that's uh, what their plan is. Back home, Dexter confronts Harrison with the razor and it does not go well. No. Harrison simply does not trust. Dexter. Oh, so you were going through my things now? I use I, I carry a razor for protection. I'm not sure how many people I know who I've ever heard of who carry a razor blade for protection. Straight razor. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's this is this is the uh, what is this? Is this is this gaslighting? I am so confused about gaslighting. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. we'll go with gaslighting. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We invented yeah, the terminology, so. Mr. South. We can call it whatever we want. That's all. Oh, that's right. We invented we coined, gaslighting. We coined yes. the term gaslighting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but this is this that's almost gaslighting. Exactly, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> this is almost exactly what Harrison did in the previous episode, where Dexter starts asking him about the angle of the stab wound, and, and yeah, he he you know says Dexter is controlling and overprotective, and so on and so forth, and and and, and doesn't trust him, and thinks he's a liar, and. I'm gonna say this. You know, I'm he's not be, wrong. <laughs> so. a, maybe it's just a prediction, but I, I, I'm, I'm just assuming at some point Harrison will admit that he did do it. Like you know, he Dexter is telling the truth, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see when Harrison says that. Like I want to know. I feel like we've only ever seen Harrison with the mask on. Like, I want to see Harrison uh-huh. with the mask off. Well, don't you think we would have seen Harrison with the mask off when he was like? high af maybe to the point where like, he almost dies i guess but he's also like super high or whatever you know he's he's it's not like he, he can't think rationally so i don't i can't take up the mm-hmm. green assault i want to see harrison just be like i don't care if trying to like hide it right now like i'll you know whether it's just to, to his like his dad or personally or just you know i'm curious i'm curious what his true thoughts are basically because he's been very secretive and yeah he he does um get super high or whatever and does divulge some things but mm-hmm. that's not I, I want to see him sober do it okay yeah i mean that, that would be nice i still am not well i shouldn't say still i i'm starting to lean in the direction of maybe he's not a monster after all maybe he didn't actually do that no he definitely did that yeah ethan's saying he did did it isn't he i i yeah i mean listen this is the unfortunate part as, as we've already discussed this, I think every episode is that Harrison is not an actor, right? This is all he's, he's really here. He's really experiencing this. So it's, it's quite unbelievable to see this occurring, like just this gaslighting coming. If from. you could, if you could see how far back in my head, my eyes are rolling when you say that. 
That's not healthy, Mr. Sal. It's not true, folks. It's not true. Anyway, he takes off. He's like, you know, I'm not going to deal with this. This is ridiculous. You don't try. I don't trust you. And so on and so forth. And he leaves. And conveniently enough, Zach and Scott are there to pick him up and take him to a party, which again, I, I, if I'm Harrison, like I don't go anywhere near these guys. Like these, these guys, these guys are, are first of all, they're awful. Look, Second they of admit all, though, they admit they were jerks. They go, yeah, we were, we were jerks. And you know what? Yeah, also, but but does he, like I don't know. You're I, I, also, with you I also I also wouldn't trust them. Like yeah, you no, just I thought publicly, I thought you publicly shamed them in front of all of these people that you know think they're cool. Mm-hmm. And Sal, you're gonna get in their car now. I 100% thought this was going to be a Carrie situation. Have you ever seen Carrie? I have not. Okay. Have you heard of Carrie? Yeah, I know. I know of Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought all I know of is the bleeding in the shower, though. So you like you thought Harrison was going to kill them here or no, no, Carrie. So in Carrie, I mean, I don't feel bad spoiling Carrie. No, spoil Carrie all you want. Carrie is like she's bullied by everyone. Uh, and she does it. She gets like these supernatural powers, and then yes. kind of gets revenge. But basically, what happens to Carrie though is that they trick her at it's a school function. Maybe it's prom or a dance. I'm not quite sure, but it's a school function, and they kind of trick her like, "Oh, we're friends with you, Carrie." And they they invite her mm-hmm. over, and they spill pig's blood on her, right? Mm-hmm. And they they embarrass her, and they all laugh at her. So they they kind of trick her into coming with them. Like, "Oh, come yeah. on, Carrie, it's okay." And then they and then they tricker and it's really it's really cruel at least so okay i was wondering like, are they are they inviting harrison along and then they're going to do something bad to him yes right? that's and that's what i thought yes, i thought yeah. you know what and, and i and harrison just seems smarter than that like what why do you get in this car i don't know well, you read the situation right he's like well we're here to party i'll, I'll party <laughs> pass me a beer broski <laughs> the guy takes <laughs> <on top> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> let's go uh. I mean, I guess, you know, given the choice between these guys and his father who has the razor blade that slashed Ethan's knee, I suppose uh, he he probably felt compelled to go this route. So he does. And turns out uh, Audrey is is going to we get to see, you know, this this scene at uh, I guess this is Angela and Audrey's house, right? I imagine, and yeah. Audrey has a babysitter, maybe. I don't know if the babysitter or family member in some way, because she she does yeah. seem to be like someone from the uh, someone of like I guess origins. I, I guess know. Angela is going at least overnight, so maybe she didn't want Audrey yeah. staying home. Maybe, alone. maybe it's Angela's mother who lives with her. I don't know. I don't think so. I think this yeah. is the woman we saw on uh, Seneca Land. Oh, about well, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, bullhorn johnny bullhorn yes okay there you go johnny but yeah okay you might be right about that i'm not sure so when they get to the party the kill list is posted on the door and that's that's they say by invitation only the invitation being you got to be on the kill list to get in of course harrison was was not on the kill list but he saved all the people on the kill list so that's also there's no there's this many people on the kill list there's so many people that list is not that big there's like (laughs) oh yeah I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of people in there. I maybe maybe I'm wrong. I I bet there were thirty or forty people on that list. Okay, well then you fair enough. The list is much longer than I anticipated. I thought there were <laughs> like twenty fifteen names. Okay, I, I think I think it was like thirty or forty. But at any rate, uh, it's, Harrison is invited. He's in fact the guest of honor because without him, they they think they would all be dead. 
At least so, maybe some of them, possibly. Not really, actually, yeah. though. And this, of course, is the reason uh, that they showed us Audrey taking a picture of the kill list yes. in the last episode, because that's how they got it. Got Dexter. The yes, they do. Dexter goes to the bar, and there's Tess. Tess is everywhere. She's all over this, this series. How do you I feel, think... Mr. Sal, if nothing comes with Tess? <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> but i don't know that's why i have, I have the, that half-baked theory that it was tess who attacked ethan or ethan attacked tess or something and and harrison intervened but i don't know anyway uh it's half-baked it's 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 definitely tinfoil hat and it does not it does not uh jive with all the other stuff we've seen so I, I'm going to withdraw all of those comments that I just made about Tess. But I do think there's a little more to her than just she's the teacher who moonlights as a bartender. She also seems to be you know, uh, uh, at least an interest of Kurt's. So it doesn't seem like she's a target, but there's some kind of connection there. They're dancing buddies, Mr. Sal. Maybe she's the embalmer. Maybe. I like just throwing out long shot after long shot and hoping that one of them sticks. <laughs> There's that. I mean, that, that's how Hail Marys work, right? You throw enough of them. Hopefully, eventually they'll catch up. I guess so. I guess so. Anyway, Tess, uh, sorry, excuse me. Tess recommends a therapist for Harrison. And uh, Kurt comes in and does his ritual, right? He goes over to the. Um, to the jukebox plays his runaway song he's like super happy mm-hmm. starts dancing pulls tess over to dance with him and she says that he does this once every couple of months so this seems to be this seems to go along with whatever uh whenever he gets somebody in his kill room yeah so he gets him in there he dances in celebration <laughs> that night he goes on with his ritual yep exactly all right back at the party audrey uh you know says to harrison what does it feel one of the things that I, that i pulled here that i thought that was really interesting she says what does it feel like to have that kind of power life or death like you saved our lives how does it feel to have that power and we've talked so many times about the power trip that comes with what dexter does and what we assume harrison is doing so audrey has kind of pinpointed it somehow that, that there's power now she's not seeing it from the same perspective she doesn't have the full story about just how much power he actually exerted in that situation but she has at least pinpointed that harrison at least has power if not really enjoys power yeah <laughs> yeah that, that, that's the whole thing about serial killing right or at least that's just the power so. in some way yeah, right? yeah. i think so Hopefully, what's that mean? Uh, hopefully, we're not wrong. I mean, you like to be right. I get it. Hopefully, yeah. you're right because you like to be right. Got it. Yes, okay. Not because I like serial yeah. killers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Audrey gets pulled away, and so, this blonde girl who I don't know, and maybe she's not the girl who Matt was sleeping with, is she? No, I don't. In the first episode, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, so she comes over and she kisses him and gives him, you know, a pill, a pill that she says is ecstasy. He starts like going. I mean, he's, cr- he's, he's having a time. He, he's tripping. He's, having a time. he's tripping. 
he's tripping like crazy. He's drinking. He's got the, you got the, the vibrating background, uh, the moving while he stays in the center of the shot, you know, with a, I assume this is like a body cam pointed at him. No, see, that's, that's the thing. But no, cause you can't do that. He's not an actor. He's he's right. he's. That's him. Whole, he just has a really good, like, stable arm. Okay. There you go. He vlogs. That's okay. Vlogs. Okay. I gotcha. Well, anyway, we get all that, and it culminates. I mean, does it culminate? Uh, yeah, I guess it culminates in him attempting to carve an H into somebody's ankle at their at their request. Consenti- yeah, consensual. Consensual. Consenti- I know it's yeah. I know it's consensual. As consensual as it can be when people are high everywhere at this party yeah but that's one high person talking to another high person does it cancel out maybe it doesn't i don't know but let me tell you this this party made me so uncomfortable and so nervous about being a parent like i my my (laughs) kids are my kids are young yet they're not teenagers (laughs) but i was like man parties aren't just drinking anymore are they this is terrible well well, thank goodness i don't live in upstate new oh Oh, man (laughs) Like, it was like it was terrifying this party was so terrifying to me i i, I uh, it was icky I, I was really really turned off by the whole thing and really just praying that my my kids don't end up in one of these situations this sounds like a horror movie over here i, I really was it was, <laughs> it was bad it was really bad i was i mean crawling in my skin watching this like, you know, the, the drinking, all right, whatever. That's always happened. It's probably always going to happen, whatever. It's nothing I'm going to be able to do to avoid that part of it. But my God, the drugs. Oh, not the drugs. Anyway. Anyway, you know, when when kids are volunteering to have letters carved into their ankles, like, oh, God, this is awful. This is, this is the worst, the absolute worst. Anyway, he stops because she she doesn't like it and she it hurts and so he stops and he finds audrey and tells her about dexter he tells her that his name is not really jim Lindsay, uh and he gets this other pill from scott that is apparently the fentanyl and passes out audrey calls 911 logan comes in and revives him and shakes down scott for where he got the fentanyl Solo-handedly, nah, since they said, eh, single-handedly, he's trying to bring down this drug operation. I mean, seems that hours. way. He's like, well, let's go. Yeah, like, I love every day. Just like, what, I mean, the I should say stereotypical because I guess cops, I guess, really do do this. But he's like, get t- listen, I'm gonna arrest you. Once you tell me the next person up, okay? Go, like he's just going up the right. chain. Right. Exactly. Now, I I was a little excited, I suppose, in this episode by the fact that they dropped two drug references that I did not know, except that we covered other shows that included them. Fentanyl, yes, and Ozark. F- Fentanyl and Ozark and Ketamine and Russian Doll. Oh, you're right, yeah. <laughs> we're becoming drug experts like to these yeah. so We're becoming well-versed. Although, See, if you that... tell people that we're drug experts in both Fentanyl and Ketamine, they might get the wrong idea. But... Right, right, exactly. Now, see, the thing is, like, I, I say that, I, that drug culture really turns me off. Like, I, I'm not I don't really like stuff about drug culture, but like Russian doll didn't and Ozark doesn't. Uh, and, and I think Ozark doesn't, I think because it's just because you're so far up the supply chain, that it doesn't feel like drug culture. 
yeah, I think it's the underage drug culture. I guess, yeah, and that's so. what it is because Russian yeah, Doll doesn't yeah. turn me off as much either. Although it did in the in the first episode. The first episode, I was like, these characters are all really annoying. But yeah, well, that's a different. That's just the characters. I don't. Like yeah, that. but but I th- but it's part of that drug culture. You know what I mean? So let's take a guess. Let me ask you. Yeah, but but it was. Uh, but I think it's the underage stuff that really gets under my skin. I I, I really have trouble with it. So. I don't know. <laughs> these are not these are not consenting adults. These are kids doing really stupid stuff, completely unfettered. So, anyway, not that I want to fetter children. By the way, I know what that means. What does fetter mean? <laughs> like it's like restrain them, tie them up, or take them. so accurate though. Unfettered children. No, that's <laughs> anyway, all right. At the hospital. Uh, Dexter finds out that it was fentanyl that was cut into the drugs and Logan tells Dexter about Miles. You were right. It was Miles uh, and tries to advise him, but Dexter rejects it. You know, don't really care what you have to say. We're out. I, I just, why don't you just leave me alone? In fact, and Deb you know, yells at him. Dexter tells him uh, that, that Harrison on the way out that he has therapy school and home now. Those are the only three places he's allowed to be. Which I'm not sure that's the right move, but that's a forgivable one to me. That 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 one is like, yeah, that's a tough call. I mean, you, you got to come down on him somehow. But you know, where's where's I the... think I think that we come down down on him is no more fentanyl. There you go. Uh, there no you go. Got him. Because he knew he was taking. Fentanyl, he got him. Right? No more fentanyl. Yeah. No more fentanyl. <laughs> no more fentanyl. That was a stop too far, son. <laughs> oh man. But uh, but where this could have been an opportunity to reopen the discussion about the razor blade, you know, instead he just brings the hammer down. So anyway. yeah, okay. an experienced parenting, Mr. Saul. Not everyone's as skilled yeah. as you are. Oh, well, that's that, and that's fine. This, this is this is fine. I don't have any problem with this. This is probably a mistake that I would make too. I would be extremely upset to find this out, and I would probably come down pretty hard as well. So, <laughs> like, I, I I get this, but you know. Anyway, moving on. At Kurt's kill room, Chloe figures it out. She sees the writing around the camera. She sees the red light on, and she's pretty terrified. Still not confirmed if uh, if Kurt is the one watching. We've never seen him watching yes, we directly have. yet. I don't know. We've oh, seen him late, watching yet the camera. Later in the episode. Right? Yeah, we will. We will at this yeah. point. Because so, that's why I was like, I'm like 95% sure it's Kurt. But what if it's like Edward? Right as well or something like what if uh, right. Edward's the one watching in the camera or Tess? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got to drop that. But I, I really, I really think there's more to her. Maybe she's the clown-looking person who we still haven't seen five episodes in. This is a clown. You know, you ever you ever hire a clown, Mr. Sam? I have not. I've always I I've, thought, I've debated hiring a clown for like. I thought about spending them. I, I I got too lazy, but I was like, I, like it was just like a friend get together. No children, right? I was like, I want to. I kind of want to hire a clown. <laughs> That's creepy. And then a clown comes, and then like it's kind of it's kind of like the cringe part of it. There's a clown, but hey, there's a clown, right? It'd be memorable. It'll be memorable. Anyway, that's all. The time Kurt got a clown. Maybe I'll still do okay. it. Who knows? I'm kind of talking myself huh. into it again. Okay, go on. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, advise you not to. There you go. Come on, Mr. Sal. Imagine if you walked in one day, you walked into like so you know, hang out with some of your old friends or something, and there's a clown. They got a clown. 
I, I, I would not. I'd make probably walk make right it, back make, out. Making animal balloons. Ooh, <laughs> squeaking the nose. Like, you got, you got like the water and the flower or whatever. The, <laughs> oh god all right. jokes oh my god I'm so excited now. unbelievable all right in new york city back back in new york city uh logan fills angela in on what happened with audrey but tells her you know she she really saved harrison's life she did everything right you know just wanted to let you know wanted, wanted to make sure that you heard it from me uh they get to the front counter of the hotel turns out matt checked out last night oh that's too bad just missed him and she threatens to, uh, so she threatens the clerk into pulling some security footage because normally they don't do that kind of thing. But she says, oh, "That's all right. I'll just get some of my buddies done at NYPD. Come in here with the SWAT team, and I'm sure that'll be good for business." So he says, "All right, I'll pull. I'll have the IT guys pull some footage." So and let's take a moment because I'm grateful, and I think everyone that listens to the podcast should be grateful for the IT guys of the world. <laughs> yes well, it's like I, a moment of uh, silence and congratulations okay, well i'm not i'm not sure we're gonna have, i was gonna say i'm not sure we're gonna have a moment of silence <laughs> no we're not podcast, a moment of silence but but <laughs> but but allow me to also express my gratitude to the it people of the world yes yeah wonderful so <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so uh back home dexter leaves harrison alone and grabs some trash bags like i i am sh- i'm beyond shocked by this you just told him that he can only be home therapist school and here he is home by himself and you're just going to leave i mean uh, you're you're begging him to take off no he's he's well trained like you know he he knows how to stay home okay yeah he's he's had a home he's had a home for the last three years unbelievable yeah this is so that this really rubs me the wrong way anyway he goes to this to a farm i thought it was a farm but i think it's actually is this a farm or is this a veterinary clinic so some vets also own farm i've I've known of a vet that did some vet work on the side for local people but also farm like has oh okay so i was this this struck me strike me as is like they yeah just like they're like a farmer that also does vet work gotcha i do like the line where he says oh, dogs are barking at me i still got it that, that was pretty good but he approaches the vet and he's like oh you know the goats having trouble sleeping vincent van goat the second you know uh i got anything for the pain to knock him out you know oh yeah sure go grab some ketamine and uh and, and, and i'll bill you later grab as much as you need syringes too yeah sure go for it and then he gets there and it's like, ooh, one-stop shopping. Yeah, got the, the, the giant rolls of plastic, too. So take and, what I need. Yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, it'd be rude for me not to. Uh, yeah. I mean, but he doesn't just take, like, a couple. He I takes, know. like, two full takes boxes. Two bottles of uh, ketamine. He takes two boxes yeah. of syringes. Takes, yeah. like, a pack of Which stuff. I guess should tip us off, too, that, like, the dark passenger's back and, and probably in the driver's seat at this point. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 he's he's suiting up. Yeah, yeah. Now he's got all his tools. He's got what he needs. But, but, like, how does this not come back to bite him? He injected the guy. How did he not say that? How did Miles not say that in the station later? That he injected me with something. Well, I don't know if he can remember. Like, I don't know. If he forgot his memories up until that point, like you know, you're falling asleep, you don't remember things yeah. like, right before you fell asleep. I, I don't know, I guess. And uh, so, the other thing is, like, wasn't the ketamine supposed to knock him out? Yeah, but it never did, did it? 
I don't know. I, I think he was knocked out. He was on the ground. Maybe he didn't fully inject him, but I'm oh. pretty sure. About I, I thought he was. I'm not sure now if he was knocked out or not. I thought he he injected him and then he beat him up to make it look like he knocked him out. Yeah, yeah. This this is the next scene, by the way. He's at he's at the bar and he does make this comment: having a kid is the most vulnerable thing you can do. I hate being vulnerable, which you know if a plus, if a equals b and b equals c then a equals c right so if being a, if, uh, having a kid is the most vulnerable thing you can do and i hate being vulnerable then is he saying i hate having a kid no because that, that, that that's um just because one way is not true to make, make the other way true so if i say um like when it's I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I, can't of, I can't think of a good example right, you keep okay. thinking okay if there's sunshine it's day if it's day, there's sunshine. That's not always true. You can have day without sunshine. There's clouds blocking it. But if there's sunshine, it's certainly day, right? So like, you know, he doesn't like being weak, but maybe he still likes having a sun. Yeah, there's other reasons to like having a sun. But that's that's not what I'm saying though. Oh, that's that's like a square is a rhombus, but a rhombus is not necessarily a square, right? Yes. So so that's 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 that. Gotcha. That's two two equivalents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is this is two different equivalents, right? Okay. The, the, uh, I I hate being or vulnerable. Or having a child is is vulnerability. Yes. I hate being vulnerable. Doesn't mean so he hates having kids. Doesn't mean that he has hates having kids. No, I mean it's an aspect he probably dislikes, but it doesn't mean he hates having kids in general. But yeah, yeah it's certainly okay. should be a strike against it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he spots Miles in the corner, gets him outside, injects him. Maybe not fully. I'm not sure. <laughs> Logan yeah. shows up and he pivots immediately, shifts gears, and just starts pummeling on Miles. You know, stay away from my son. Stay away from my son. And you know, Logan pulls him off, takes Miles to the station, tells Jim to not to you know, Jim, tells Dexter to follow him because uh, he's got to at least uh, say that he brought him in for questioning. So there you have it. Look at that corruption, yeah. Mr. Sal, in a bit of a way. Certainly, Look at certainly that. corruption. Weird. Yeah. Maybe what do you think? Of, so Harrison back home just takes out. Okay. Yeah. And what do you think about him dumping the entire plate of food, plate, silverware, and all into the garbage? I, I feel like this is an inner look into Harrison in some way. I can't, I can't make sense of it now, but I feel like in time it will make sense. As to okay. the exact rationale as to why he did this. Well, I mean, because he does this, he's all on his own. There's no reason, like it isn't. Well, I think it's probably you know that'll be there for him to find later, maybe. Okay, I mean, personally, I would have eaten the eggs and bacon and then dumped the plate. <laughs> I know the plates and silverware, just the egg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to make a statement about the plate and silverware, fine. But man, that's a perfectly good plate of eggs and bacon. I, why are you not eating that, man? You're a grown boy. <laughs> got it. Got it. Throwing those pounds for the wrestling team. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, but he takes off back in New York City. The uh, Angela and Molly attend the conference, and oh, it's Angel Batista. Oh, wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the station, Logan is a vengeful dude. It, it was pretty ba watching Logan. Uh, what does in, BA Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was watching him interrogate uh, Miles. That was was pretty good stuff. And Dexter certainly enjoyed it as well. But he finds out 
Logan finds out, and by extension, Dexter finds out that Jasper Hodge makes the pills. Okay. Next target acquired. Next target acquired. Anyway, sorry. I apologize, folks. That that was almost as bad as singing in the beginning. So (laughs) maybe not quite as bad. All right. When we see Harrison walking through town back at the station, Dexter gets Jasper's address by hugging uh, Esther. Right. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know, yeah. our Facebook official, me and Angela, blah blah blah. Or no, she uh, says they're on Facebook. Official. Yeah, she's like, I know you guys aren't Facebook official, but your family, oh, that means the world, Esther, and he hugs her, and it's Jasper Hodges' address. Okay, still got it. Guess so. Now in Kurt's kill room, Chloe has decided. All right, if he is, he's got the camera on me. What is it that he wants? Now, this this also, uh, we come to find out in a few minutes, uh, is her trying to lure him into the room. Yes. Right. So she starts stripping for the camera, and he freaks out. No, no. I don't. Now, by the way, we find out that this has a microphone. There's yes. a microphone here, so he can talk to the person in the room. And he, and he says, stop. This is not how this is supposed to go. But she keeps stripping. And he turns the camera off. She sees the red light go off and she knows that he's not watching anymore. And she goes back to the bed and pulls out this sharp piece of glass. She's obviously broken the mirror from the bathroom. And so, uh, you know, good idea, Chloe, but didn't work. That's not what Kurt wants. Tisk. Tisk. Okay. <laughs> tisk. I think that makes it more serious to say a single tisk, Mr. Sal. Yeah, I suppose it does. I studied German in college and I studied in Germany for a term uh, and I stayed with a a relative of a friend of mine for a week while I was there and uh, she had a bird she used to tell the bird to be quiet by saying shimpf, shimpf that's how how you say like basically tisk in in German it's shimpf and so when he said tisk all I could really hear is her saying shimpf I was like okay Anyway, <laughs> I've digressed. Uh, in New York City, Angel starts talking about the Bay Harbor Butcher. No, you got to look for the things that connect the things, and that'll help you find the other thing that'll catch the thing, right? Yes, yes. Very, Makes, listen, great insight. Perfect sense. Perfect sense. I solve the case, though. Yeah, okay. Yes, I, I, wish, I wish we saw Molly and Angela's kind of <laughs> smack their hands together. All right, we got what we need. No, Let's well, go. like they, they do. I, I don't know if this is where they show them, but they like go like, like I know Molly says not like, huh? They, they, they literally go like, oh, yeah, that that makes some good sense. Like, was like Akamidi's <laughs> razor. She like raises like, yeah, Occam's, Occam's. Yeah, Occam's sorry, Occam's razor. She's like, oh, Occam's razor. Yeah, makes sense, right? Simple. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I would be so annoyed if I came all the way here for a conference and the guy spouting oh, like. I just like still can't believe it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Just in, this, in the academy. <laughs> yeah. so I'm just I'm doing wild, random <laughs> guesses, and sometimes it works. Connections. Whoa, this might. This is a game changer. <laughs> oh man. Right, anyway. uh, I guess the, the one interesting thing that does come out of this this bit of the conversation is Molly says to Angela that she covered this. She covered the Bay Harbor butcher case uh, and she said they yeah. think they actually thought it was a cop in their own precinct can you imagine just being right next to a serial killer the whole time <laughs> yeah. like this so uh, there's more irony right so yeah. that's that's dramatic irony i think 
because it's, it's dramatic. We, I can't remember the difference between. Dramatic I'm pretty and sure that's dramatic irony because we know and they don't. So okay, yeah, that's definitely one type of subtle that's dramatic. Yeah. I think I think you're right. We'll go with yeah. that dramatic. Irony. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so at Jasper Dodge's house, Deb tries to talk Dexter out of this. She says, "This isn't the code. This is vengeance." He says, "Yep," and off he goes. He fi- He he goes into the house. He finds proof. He injects Jasper. And we'll see him on the table in a minute. Anyway, back at Kurt's kill room, Kurt releases Chloe. Oh, interesting. But she says, no, I'm not going. I like it here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, this Chloe, this is a good character. It's too bad she's gone because this, this is pretty good stuff. And she really gets under Kurt's skin here to the point where he does come down. And she slashes him in the face. That was a bad move. You got to go for the throat in that case. So, I mean, he was pretty heavily layered. You weren't going to be stabbing in any place, you know, in the body, but you you got exposed throat. You got to go for that throat. Uh, Anyway, she, he drags her out and tells her to run, but she won't. Instead, she runs toward him. He shoots her through the eye socket disgusting but he shoots it through the eye socket and says no no you've ruined everything this isn't the way it's supposed to happen and he is absolutely distraught and he shoots her again she's dead clearly. Yeah. and he shoots her again like he it is he is in a very bad way right now you know what i kind of wanted to like, part of me likes the idea of like i don't know why this popped in my head when i saw this it's like I, I joked with a serpentine maneuver. Like, I want to see someone run away from him and like serpentine, and like he can't. Basically, I want to. I wonder if Kurt will break someone to his room, and then his kill room. And when they go to there, like run away, they just they juke him so well he can't shoot them. And then right. They, get, they actually just get away. He's like, oh no. <laughs> well, right. That's supposed to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's part of the thrill of it is that if yeah. they do get away, it's all then he's probably. he's done. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I'm sure it's part of the adrenaline rush that he gets out of doing it this way, but yeah. I'm, I'm very interested to see, interested to see how this, uh, how, uh, how his thinking works here. What, what is, what's the reason behind him doing it this way? I, I think we need to, before the season's over, get some more information about what is Kurt's trauma that causes him to always yeah. want to do this this way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The same way like Harrison used that rate, uh, allegedly used like the straight razor and tried right. to use it on Rita, so. Yeah, and, and you know, Tr- Trinity had it. There's a reason why he killed the way he killed. There's a reason why Dexter kills the way he kills. You know, there's got to be a reason why Kurt is killing this way. So uh, I, I'm very interested to, interested to find that out. Okay, in New York City, Angel, uh, I'm sorry, Angela fills in Batista uh, on what's going on in Iron Lake. He tells her, you know, follow your gut. Yeah, it's like that case with the Trinity killer where we had this, you know, cop and she just, you know, she just followed her gut and she came as close as any of us ever have to finding this guy. Oh, yeah. What, what happened to her? Oh, she died. Yeah. Her name was Deb Morgan and she had a brother predeceased by her father, Harry. Harry uh, had a brother. Brother had a child. And two stepkids. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, will, I, excuse, I will say this. List, I, was like, I, will, I will say this. Well, uh, uh, to help out Angel a bit, he does say right. So he, 
fine. Uh, even the connection to getting to Deborah's a bit, whatever. But when it gets to Deborah, uh, uh, you know, she um, Angela asks, "Oh, could could we use her? Like, could she help us out then?" And she goes, mm-hmm. "No, she's dead. Tragic." And then he's kind of describing the tragic events because you know she died, her brother died, left his son, right? So it's like. You know, he's kind of describing a tragic event, right? It's like, oh, it's a tragic event. Here's why it's I, tragic, right? So I, I could kind of see the rationale behind it. I still, it still is kind of weird. I'm with you. On yeah, that. but it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, he also, I don't think, ever says Dexter's name, but no, he does doesn't. say Harrison. This name. is Harrison. It's yeah. so, like, yeah. So I don't know. That, that was interesting. Uh, maybe not interesting. That's probably the wrong word. I think that it was uh, a little cute. <laughs> there, it was it was cute. So, uh, in in the kill room, Dexter has this Jasper guy in a kill room. I didn't know where it was at the time. I'm assuming this is like his attic, maybe. That's what I thought. That's, what, that's what okay. That's yeah. when he looks out the window and stuff. Yeah, like, for sure, for sure. You know, they have the the usual pre kill conversation, uh, and Dexter, you know, gets right in his face and says, "I'm a great effing dad," uh, and then Logan shows up. And Dexter has to shift gears, pump him full of fentanyl, and make it look like an overdose. And I, I don't know how he cleaned up the kill room and got out, but I don't know if he did. He clean did up the kill room. I imagine he did. So the thing is, like he, Logan gets out, Logan gets out there. They're probably waiting to hit him his house, so he's probably got more time than what we think. But I mean, that maybe more time. But how does he get out? I mean, off the bus. So okay, but is, was, where's his car? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how Logan doesn't see this, but anyway, you know, I'll, I'll accept it. Fine, we'll move on. Anyway, uh, Harrison's walking through town, and Kurt pulls up to him and offers him a hot meal before he leaves town. One last hot meal before he leaves town. Oh boy! All right, in Dexter's kill room, uh, uh, we already talked about this. He he forces the OD. I think a lot of this is just the way this is shot. If they had put that. Kurt Harrison scene in between Dexter forcing the OD. They did, and the SWAT team showing up. I don't think so. I think. Oh, oh Dexter... no, never mind. No, never mind. No, you're right. No, you're right. I because thought I another way. They, they they showed Dexter in the kill room, and then he's yeah, he's like upset, and then they show this, and then they show yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if he if he ODs him, they show the Harrison uh, mm-hmm. Kurt stuff, and then it's back to the cops reading it and. Right. I guess, I guess that would, um, that would decrease the tension, but man, I I think, I feel like this is kind of cheap, but they, they show Dexter force in the OD and immediately show the SWAT team busting in. And obviously time has passed in between when Dexter forced the OD. Well, and, I think I think that they're trying to make us wonder. Like, oh, are the SWAT team coming in early? Like, right? It, I know, and, and, yeah, but that's why I say I think it's a, it's, it's kind of a cheat here. I'm, I'm, like, you feel I, cheated? I, I do. I do feel a little cheated. Like, you know, I'm, how am I supposed to know how much time has passed there? <laughs> you sound like someone that's uh, that's uh, like through roulette wheel. Like, I feel I thought it was gonna be red, but it was black. And, like, <laughs> I feel a little cheated. Like, why did you tell me it's gonna be red? Like, it said a hot streak. Last three were red, but it was black now. So. What gives? Well, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's just if they put the, the Harrison Kurt scene in between the OD and the SWAT team coming in, then in my mind, some time could have no, passed. Yeah. And it makes more sense that Dexter got out. Def- but, definitely. 
That's putting it where it was. Bait, You'll lose the bait, though, Mr. Yeah, Stone. I know. I don't know. I don't like the bait here in Listen, this situation. If a casino was telling you what color was going to land on in advance, they'd make no money. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta make money. Somehow. But I don't, I don't think it is telling us in advance. Like they could have put the OD in there and then had the SWAT team coming in, and I still would have been tense. Like, oh no, are they going to catch him? You know, it still would have worked. It just, it wouldn't have been as intense. But I, it would have made more sense in my head afterwards. Oh yeah, that's right. Time passed in between. Yeah, I got so, you. No, no, it, it makes sense. I think I, I think yeah. it might have even ended up better had they done that. Yeah, we'll never know. Okay. Yeah, but he does say as he's forcing the OD, uh, small sacrifices for the sake of our kids. Okay. You know, was he sacrificing instead of the knife? He's using the drugs. So he doesn't anyway. get his ritual. It's not. He, I know. He just ritual and stuff. He used the knife and whatnot. He enjoys that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. In New York City, Angela and Molly discover it was not, in fact, Matt who checked out, but they don't let on that they know. Mm -hmm. Yep, there he is. Yep, that's Matt Caldwell. All right. Thanks. So, but they do know. And so I am interested to see how this plays out from here. But because I assume they're going to have to confront Kurt about this. Probably. I I don't know if they'll confront him next episode. Immediately, but they might try to fish, you know? Yes. Yes. Maybe Kurt will nibble like Dexter. <laughs> the reverse. Uh, next scene is probably my favorite scene in the episode where Kurt uh, and Harrison are in the diner and Kurt tells him that he see, that he's, sees red. And when he sees red, it's, he has to do something nice for the person who's really pissing him off. So, and you're, you're speculating that Harrison is somehow pissing him off. Maybe I don't really think so. That, that that's a hail mary. But I don't know if I said this, but I I was wondering if if Kurt and Harrison would bond a relationship. Right. Like that. Oh, I, um, I I I think there's still a chance of that. I haven't decided yet if Kurt is trying to replace Chloe with Harrison, or if Kurt is trying to uh, form a relationship with Harrison. Yeah. No. Makes sense. Do you think that Kurt is on to Dexter? Oh, you really confused me there. I, I thought of myself, Kurt. Am I on to Dexter? Oh, sorry. What do you mean by that? <laughs> so I was like, what? How, how am I on to Dexter? Mm, not really. Even though I, I guess he did maybe try fishing him. I don't think so. Because the other thing I wonder is if he isn't trying to get to Dexter through Harrison. Maybe. Like maybe. maybe. That is true. Yeah. You know, maybe not having the intention of killing Harrison but still imprisoning him in his kill room and using that to get Dexter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Uh, maybe if, if he suspects Dexter, if you know, I think he, I think eventually he will actually use Harrison to get to Dexter. I, I will say that whether okay. he's doing that now, I don't know. But gotcha. eventually. So Kurt says this other line here, you can never outrun your rage, which is a, a really you know, a, a, a good commentary on on anger issues that he clearly must have because he's talked a lot about rage and seeing red here. So, uh, and he, he does use the term specifically outrun. You can never outrun your rage. And that's what he makes his victims do, run. So I, I assume in his mind, somehow he is representative of rage and the victims are representative of outrun. trying to run from it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. From him. Right. The right, right. Yeah. So, so there you have. It. I, I don't know. That I, I do like this scene a lot, though. This is good stuff. 
And he offers, offers Harrison a job. He does. Well, he gets him an application right then and there. I, I think Kurt's just desperate for employees. And so he's like, I'm going <laughs> to. Well, he keeps killing them. So, of course, he has. <laughs> yeah, high turnover. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, at Angela's house, she gets home. Audrey is very worried that she's going to be mad, but she says, you know, I'm, I'm not mad. She, she did the right stuff, and that was good. But Audrey tells Angela that what's really bothering her is what Harrison said, that Jim Lindsay is not Dexter's actual name. Oh. Oh. No. Uh, when I thought I was like, oh, no, she made the connection. Dexter's yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, she, she definitely has made the connection, as we're <laughs> soon to see here. But before we get there, uh, we get uh, Dexter re- returns home, and this was actually the biggest surprise of the episode to me. Harrison's there. Yeah. So much for so much for running away. He's back, and he says, you know, he fakes that he went to the therapist. You know, Dexter asks, asks him about it, and he says, yeah, you know what? It felt great to talk to someone. And we know that he talked to Kurt, not the therapist. But this is also a pretty significant dig on Dexter himself. You know, it, <laughs> that's it felt part great of it. And that, that's yeah. like Dexter's a bad dad, kind of. That's mm-hmm. at least in some. Yeah. Ways, oh no, I, I love the line. I think it's yeah. great. You know, yeah, rub it in his face all you want, man. I, I, I would rub it in his face too. It felt great to talk to someone because I don't have anybody to talk to here. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. And then finally, Angela clicking around the internet or police files or whatever finds Dexter's obituary and prints it out. Gasp. <laughs> Gasp indeed. So, all right. I, I, like I said, I'm, I, I kind of wish it was Molly that helped connect those dots just to make her a more interesting character because I don't, well, you know what though? She did though. Mr. Sal, she did explain yourself. If you remember, um, Angela could not justify the cost of going to New York City from the <laughs> conference and that, but Molly bankrolled it. That's so right. Okay. Molly, Molly helped out. And had she not gone there, she would not have met that. Um, what's his name again? Speaker oh guy. God. The, oh my God. Escapes me. You remember his name? Yeah, it's it's the same as Angela's, just minus one letter. Oh, yeah. Angel. Yes. Yes. Angel. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaks yeah. with Angel and learns about. <laughs> I do love the idea that like Angel likes to uh, just when he talks about one thing, he just goes down a big continuous line of thought till he gets to yeah. the end of it. Like, like as you talk to someone, every day you talk to them, like, yeah, you know, um, the, the weather's pretty nice today. Nice weather. I remember I used to do a lot of sports, like uh, I used to play football, and I remember I got a bad injury from football before, and now I got to take NyQuil a lot when I sleep. because NyQuil, oh my God. And uh, NyQuil, medicine company, yeah, they're owned by a, they're, they're medicine. Medicine is interesting, medicine. And flubbing. There you go. Bye. <laughs> Vaccine. Yeah, bye. So, I don't know. Okay. I <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Well, that I believe is all that we have to say about this episode. Unless there's more that you want to chime in with, Kurt, I think we'll check the time. Yeah. I mean, we'll look at the clock and <laughs> Mr. Sal, the time. Would you believe t- it? I would, actually. It's TV time. Oh my goodness! It Whoa. is TV time. TV time. Oh, the best uh, time. Ever. Everyone's favorite time is TV time. <laughs> okay. TV time uh, viewers. I mean, they rated this a five. They're digging this. Okay. Yes, you're right. Eighty-five percent. Look at that, Mr. Sal. Huge. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. 
Uh, what was the last episode? Can you see that quickly? Like, uh, 82%. Look at that, Mr. Salmo, man of the people, even though I don't like this as much as the last yeah. one. Uh, Recency bias, that'll come down. Don't worry. Man of the people. <laughs> the man of the, it can't uh, actually it can't come down <laughs> like it can't be recency it's always going to be recency bias unless you're <laughs> retroactively rating every episode <laughs> at the end of the season yeah you go back but i watched that a few years ago let me give that, yeah, that episode <laughs> so, i think i liked that one yeah like that title i'll give it to five <laughs> so the characters i think this one's actually so i'm gonna say dexter the people are gonna say dexter but mr sal's gonna say kurt and not me, but Caldwell. Mm. You've been you've been you've been seeding it now. I don't know if it's because you're like you you like you want to get caught almost. So you're, you're, you've been you know putting down the seeds for it, or maybe you've been trying to trick me. In which case, that's unfair, and I'll complain about it. But I picked Kurt Caldwell for you. <laughs> I will complain. Well, you are correct about yourself. You you guessed Dexter, and you did pick Dexter. So congratulations for that one. You're, you've mm-hmm. got at least one right. The people no. <laughs> no. have selected Dexter, 88%. Oh God, okay. <laughs> I hate that you always somehow worry me, despite Dexter always getting, like, so, I have the majority. <laughs> so so you, were, you, you were right about yourself, one for one. You were right about the people, two for two, Stop 88% there. Dexter. Okay. We're good. Okay. I'm at 100 right now. We'll just stop there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Great up. Now, as for me, I voted. I should probably tell you who the eligible people to vote for are, and then you can adjust if you want. Oh, no, I'm not. Adjust- I'm telling you right now, I'm not adjusting, but I will complain. Even even if I tell you that Kurt is not a votable character. Wait, really? Okay, well, no, yeah, yeah, that will that will influence my vote. So let me tell you who the votable characters are. Okay, uh, Dexter, okay. Angela, Harrison. Deborah, Audrey, mm-hmm. Logan, and Kurt. Okay, what? Why are you <laughs> so, such a joke? So, so, would you like to adjust? No. As yeah, okay. say Kurt. <laughs> yes, you're right. I did vote for Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was one of the zero percent who voted for Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't think many people would have. Zero percent. He said. Even with my vote, zero percent. I I back winners, Mr. Sal. Back winners. <laughs> you definitely do. Oh boy. Uh yeah. No, do you know who's not a votable character is Molly. Why interestingly? Why did you vote Kerr if he killed someone? Shouldn't that upset you? I mean, Dexter killed someone and he's got 88% of the vote. <laughs> Do you want Kurt to change? What if this is like a Kurt redemption story? No, Kurt needs to die. Well, no, don't, don't say that. I don't need to die. <laughs> Not you, Kurt. I can take that out of context. Kurt needs K- to die. K-U-R-T. <laughs> Kurt needs to die. Kurt Caldwell yeah. needs, to, needs to go. <laughs> Get rid of him. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a situation where I will be satisfied with Dexter killing, right? Yeah, I guess it. it He's guess the big it, bad. Yeah, see, that's the thing about Dexter, right? The reason you can't root for him is at least he kind of goes for criminal people that are doing wrong to people. Now, this way, did this episode is a bit off the beaten path of the code here, right? And even Matt's kill was mostly him just being like, uh, like, it's not about 
the boat stuff, the boat was just an excuse. Like what he did for that it was more of Matt just mm-hmm. really annoyed Dexter. Imagine still, you're Matt. You annoyed a serial killer so much he went back to kill him because of you. I hope you, you broke his dry spell. Like right, just realize that terrible, terrible. By Matt, I mean great, great, great for Dexter and great for the series. Um, next up, I think we already talked about everything in the next up though. I'm sure there's anything. Yeah, I think so. So we, we already covered that. So exciting. Which is, what's the title of the next episode? The next episode is Too Many Tuna Sandwiches. Now, see, that, that's an outrageous title. Because you can never have <laughs> it's too pretty. many. You can never have too many tuna sandwiches. Oh, ah, tuna's got a high mercury content. Yeah, you got to monitor your, your consumption of tuna. That's a risk I'm willing to take. Because tuna is, like, I don't really like fish. I like sushi. I like tuna. That's it. Interesting. And when I say tuna, I guess whatever they're calling tuna. So I, I know like a lot of like fish apparently gets really, I don't know, very misleading. No, I, I, tuna's good. Uh, I also like sa- salmon and sushi. Nope. And my favorite sushi, though, is yellowtail. That is my favorite. My favorite sushi is tuna. <laughs> Your favorite tuna? What? <laughs> tuna. There's tuna in the sushi. I always get that. Like tuna sushi. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And your yeah, yellowtail? Yeah questionable i don't think i've ever had it i don't, I don't want to explore <laughs> oh i love the hotel man kurt was the only votable character to not register one percent this episode mr sal that's a you thing <laughs> clearly clearly it's a me thing unbelievable sorry you heard that sorry heard do you want to take a guess as to who was second harrison harrison was third two percent Ooh, angela then I don't yeah know. angela was second five percent Fair enough. She figures out the truth. Recency bias sort of factored that in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, that is all of our coverage for Runaway. We hope that you will email us if you have questions or comments uh, at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We would love it if you gave us five-star ratings and reviews. We would love it if you subscribed and followed and liked and all those wonderful things and of course most importantly if you share the podcast around kurt anything you'd like to say to the listeners before they we let them go um thank you for bearing with us thank you for bearing with thank you for listening to my singing and my jokes and uh we will unfetter you now and look forward to talking to you next week for episode six too many tuna sandwiches